Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Are we live? I believe so. I didn't hear Craig. We live. Oh Lord, it's gonna be one of those podcast, one of the many podcasts recorded uh, that the world never gets to listen to. <laughs> oh man! All right, well let's just go for it. You know who knows? Oh, I can say man. some wild stuff, right? I can't believe you even remember that. I'm like, damn. I mean, I mean, it's like half of the podcast we do. Only like half okay, of them make it out shit. into the world. One, maybe two podcasts we've done. They were great podcasts, too, that the world just missed out on. Honestly, it's their loss. That's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, we could. It was, it was great info. We would have had a million followers by now. That, those least. probably were the break. The breakout. Was it breakthrough? Breakout? Uh, Our breakout performance. Yeah, but oh, well. Maybe if there was a reason why it didn't come out. Maybe that's the reason why we haven't got canceled. Maybe it was those podcasts. Maybe fate. No, those, those definitely, those definitely got out. So it's not. Yeah, enough material got out. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember which ones, but I do know there was uh, quite a bit, quite a bit. But here we are. We are, or at least I'm back. We back, mm. baby. Yeah, bro. UFC 291, brother. It's a yep, stack another, card. Another UFC. And I'm back. You know, in theory, this is one of the best cards, like in paper. But the the card a couple of weeks back was one of like, is one of like if it can just keep that performance as the last pay per view, the Volkanovski one, because that one wasn't supposed to be as big of a banger as it ended up being. I mean, it was a good card, but bro, that was probably was a banger of a card. That that card was like top three all time. The Volkanovski, yeah. I finally went back. So I was, I think, in California at the time. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch it. But I went back actually today and watched Brandon Moreno and Pantoja. Pantoja. Damn. That was a fight. That was a crazy-ass fight. Uh, I'm still, I barely just watched it. But unfortunately, my boy lost it. So that wasn't a Dude, I good... mean, dude, that whole. That was a great main... card. Dude, that whole main card. I mean, starting with the Robbie Lawler getting the 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 freaking exit of a lifetime. What I everybody know. wishes like how, to retire. That's like out of a movie. Out of like that's a script. Robbie Lawler on his last fight. You know, he got the Hall of Fame speech. He did everything, and then he gets a knockout in thirty eight seconds. Like, come on! Like, you can't write that any better. They had a little montage for him at the end. And everything, dude. And, That's then, some, and like, that was WWE and that was the, shit. And that was still the prelims. That was just the last one of the prelims. Feature, and the thing is, with it, Nico Price, at least with Nico Price, I expected if this was going to happen, it was going to take a little bit of time. And by then, Nico Price is going to get some damage on Robbie. So at least if I'm yeah. like, no way, Robbie comes out of this scrap just unscathed, and he did that. Yeah, in these moments, you just don't want Robbie to retire broken down. Like, as long as he can just make it to the end, even if he loses, if he can, like, wave goodbye, walk off, you know, you've won. You don't need to actually go out there and win the fight because the idea is you're retiring. This is the up-and-coming fighter. He's going to take over. You knock the guy out in 38 seconds. I mean, even better for you. That's, yeah, that doesn't get any better than that. The only way 
that gets better is the way Nathan Diaz left, which was flipping the whole script for the UFC. The UFC had him fight him, Shemai, uh, Hamza Shemaev. Like, they wanted him to get ragdoll, all to get flipped around at the last minute, get more money, and end up finding Tony Ferguson and winning. <laughs> And then leaving with more money, with a victory, with like a FU UFC. Like, it, that was by far the best way you could retire. But this was a pretty good second. I mean, I, this was I, a pretty I, good way. I'm really mad at myself because I didn't see that coming. And I, I didn't either. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really upset with myself more so than upset with whatever you said. I'm just like. I yeah, I didn't see that coming point. either. Uh, um, but here we are. Here yeah, okay. this podcast well, might not I even mean. make it out, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> then the actual card, though, like starting off with Bo Nickel, come on, bro, that's not even fair. How do you have? Wait, so bro, he Bobby Lawler, like... Bobby Lawler finished round one thirty eight seconds. Bo Nickel finished round one thirty eight seconds. I mean, imagine just keeping the momentum thirty eight mm-hmm. seconds with the hands, bro, with the hands. You know what's funny, dude? The odds for this fight were stupendous. I think at one point, Bo Nickel was a minus 2,500 favorite, which was the yeah. biggest, the largest of all time. And then I think when the fight was starting, for him to win by submission was minus 290. And like, that's like the sports books are saying, dude, he, he's going to submit this guy for sure. Like, we this is what everybody knows and thinks he's submitting that guy and he came out there and tko'd him and i was like shit dude yeah because he was a heavy favorite but if you were to narrow it down be like okay heavy favorite how like do you think he's gonna knock him out with some punches you think he's gonna submit him most 99 percent would lean towards the submitting not the hands and even if it was the hands you were like okay he's gonna wear out this guy get him tired you know, and then later on in the round, is going to catch him while he's fainting for a takedown. No. Dude comes out, 38 seconds, feet work just all over the place, moving up and down, and then just bounce, bounce, and then just KO, like, drops him, which is it's just insane. Uh, so props to him, man. Can't really say anything to him anymore. Then you had the uh, Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Uh, yeah, the, the, the co-fight of the night. <laughs> Dan Hooker and Jalen, dude, that was a fucking scrap, dude. And the best part, so we actually had our housewarming party that night, so I had the mm. fights on. So, dude, it was like, oh, nice. like old times having the having the crew there, like, oh, oh, everybody's getting into it. I was like, I missed this. Yeah, that was good. And then he apparently broke his, uh, like his jaw or, or something, orbital orbital bone. That and his his arm, yeah. And even like that, he's so which is wild wild like wild that dude that, is crazy he got the win though against Jalen turner which is like the up-and-coming guy so props to dan hunker man still going at it he needs to stay there at the lightweight that little venture he took down to uh one was it 145 mm-hmm. um got knocked out yeah just came right back up he's fine the real story is though the duplessis story the yeah. who saw dude, that coming <laughs> dude i don't think anybody did honestly and Honestly, he 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 dominated Rob Whitaker, in my opinion. I mean, I I, I didn't. It, it's insane. He's like 
when you watch him fight, he's like goofy, dude. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. He just fights goofy, but like it works. And you're just like, no way he beats Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker is like a professional striker, dude. Like what? And yeah, <laughs> this man just rolls right through him. What do you think it was? Do you think Duplessis is just that good? Robert Whitaker's washed. Robert Whitaker got stuck in the moment. Duplessis just had a day, or he really is I, that I good? I think I I think definitely it was part of it is it didn't seem like Robert Whitaker's day. Okay, like it's just one of those you know you see fighters like um, Charles Oliveira against Islam like it's just like it just wasn't he wasn't there. Mm, <laughs> like, all right, well, we'll talk about that one later. We we'll talk about that one later. Keep going, keep going. So Whitaker just wasn't there because if anything, because if you're saying like the alternative would be that uh. Duplessis really is that good. Like, not even the current Islam, the current Izzy could knock out Robert Whitaker. It took him five rounds. And then it was a debatable win, you know? He went five. And so, like, then the idea of Duplessis debatable. knocked out, it was a highly contested, debated fight. <laughs> it wasn't a That was. <laughs> and it's still debated if Izzy completely won over Robert Whitaker the second time around. We don't, we don't know that. That's, we saw it live, David. We saw it live. We know. Anywho, anywho, um, what'd you think of the post fight antics? Bro, like it's it's man, it's look, I've always believed that MMA fighters are losers that used to get bullied, and because of that, they went into martial arts and they started learning how to defend themselves because it gave them confidence. We got the George St. Pierre story. We get it all the time. Like really great fighters nowadays were losers back in the day. But it doesn't mean they have that personality. The Henry Cejudos, you know, they thrive on the cringe because they're not really that tough. Izzy has, was a loser, bro. He was an anime kid who like got into martial arts, gained some confidence because he was bullied. And then like he just happened to relive. Like I'm not even trying to like be funny. Like he just got really good at it. And so that's where he is now. But they're not like... <laughs> They're How not do you like know? How do you know? we just know you this, bro. This is facts. This is facts. We all know you got this, bro. references, bro. Like, yes, who, who yes, bro. To? This is this is the reality, bro. This is what happened. You haven't seen Karate Kid? Have you not seen Karate Kid? This is trying, what are you trying to say he grew up in China? Oh, I mean, he did that. I mean, are we're talking about the you, Chinese, like no, no, but like the, to get the story, like they get bullied, so they get into martial arts and it helps them out and like it gives them confidence. But the thing is, when they grow up and they gain that popularity and the people are looking at them, they're very cringe. And so, like, Izzy's the perfect example of that honestly, Izzy's YouTube is really, really good. I don't know if it's editing, I don't know if it's that. He's very chill on it. I don't know if he's it's just him and his what brother, and he doesn't feel like he's playing to a crowd or anything. But the second he starts playing to a crowd, bro, he just becomes this cringe like master, and he doesn't thrive on it or he doesn't capitalize on it the way the way Cejudo does. He just is cringe. So like the way he went up there and was just like the N word, and then like. Duplessis, and then they were like, and then the way he was down there, he was like, I manifested this. I manifested this. I was like, you manifested what? Like, th that's not how this works, bro. Like, um, hey, bro, I'm pretty sure he was off the handy, bro. I'm, I'm almost a thousand percent sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll excuse him if that's the case. I'll give him an excuse if he was off the handy. Uh, because if that's the case, manifest away, my boy. But, <laughs> If if it wasn't, if he was 100% sober and, like, that's just the way he thinks, like, come on, bro. And then the way he went up there, like, I didn't like it when, uh, like, my that, it's, just, it's the same feeling, like, when Sean O'Malley went up there. And 
it was just so cringe, man. Like the only people that ended up winning were the people that made it into a comedic relief moment. Like we saw Marab do it. He grabbed a jacket and he started laughing and the crowd was laughing with him. Ha ha ha. That's funny. But we didn't really take O'Malley and like Aljamain serious. Like it was like, all right, dude, like you can tell y'all kind of scripted these little things. Y'all trying to be tough. Same idea with Izzy and Duplessis. Like they were like, you could tell they almost already had some lines written that they've gone over in their head, like when they daydreamed. Hold on, hold on. But, but it, it was what? <laughs> I was going to say, I think what's so much better than this is what they used to do before when, like, you know, obviously you got the next number one, like, title contender sitting right there, and they would just call each other out from, like, the, you know, when, when, um, Izzy was like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this Ricky Martin wannabe and kick his ass yeah. and blah 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 and that. I think that is so much better than these like oh let him into the octagon. Let him into the octagon. But see, in some places, like if they would have let Paula Costa in, that would have been a fire face off. Like Costa would have gone in. At the time he still wasn't that vocal. He wasn't really talking that much. So he probably just wouldn't have gone up to him. He's like, what? What? And probably gone face to face. And at the time it would have been real. Like Real beef, like I'm like they're a majority of the guys that might work with. Uh like you know, I don't know. There's a lot of kids that work could work. With Izzy, he's just not that guy. Like we've heard him try to insult people. I'm gonna put him on skates like Elsa. And when I do like whatever, <laughs> yeah. like it's lame, dude. Like he, he's not he's just not that guy. And like it might work hey, for bro. other people, but Izzy is not that guy, and Duplessis is not that guy. He uh, beat Paul, so, he, like, beat, he beat Paulo Costa into having one of the best Twitter accounts. Yeah. He developed a personality. <laughs> he made Costa develop. A, he beat Costa so bad that he, he made him actually like get a personality. And yeah. Shit. Cause he doesn't do much fighting now. Uh, but he is. He's just, and, and not, even not if he guy. does bro, like the Shamaya fight, I'm not going to, I'm not going to believe it. There's too many times. Oh yeah. Paulo Costa. And then the week, well, I want to talk I about that signed, one later. Cause I, I got I some never theories signed, on that one. I never signed the contract. I, I got like, some theories. Yeah. I got some theories. On what? That one. Yeah. But the uh, is he just not that guy? The same way that Aljamain Sterling is not that guy. Aljamain like he doesn't talk. He was a loser. He was a little wrestling kid. Like, is he's not that guy? So you just need the right dancing partners. I think Paula Costa would have made it like he would have played off that energy at the moment. He would have gone in. Robert Whitaker? No, you don't want Robert Whitaker there with that energy. Like you don't want Wonder Boy Thompson with that energy. You want Kevin Holland. You know, in a post fight, pre like in a post fight moment, like that's what I'm saying. Like some guys in my work, some guys will try to play that moment and try to be that guy when you're just really not that guy. Like you're you're just not that guy, and that's okay. Like just do whatever you. So when they try to really make that moment, that's when like it's a little. So Duplessis, the Robert Whitaker, like Duplessis won it, which so apparently now Duplessis is saying that. It's not enough time until that fight. Yeah, he's so, not fighting it. It's Sean Strickland. Well, now Sean Strickland keeps saying this whole thing like, well, they haven't told me yes. They haven't told me no. And like, what's the whole point of that stupid face-off then? Like, that's what I don't freaking understand. Like, that's why, those that things don't, that's why those things don't work. Like, I think, that's why, that Dana, I think that's why Dana doesn't like it. Because it's like, if you think about it, it strangleholds him. Like, he's like, oh, fuck. Well, now I'm forced to have... Aljamain versus Sean O'Malley next. I can't just put somebody else in there. So, yeah, I feel that. I feel like it just kind of puts you, like, in a bind. Imagine if they, that didn't happen and then, like, 
Well, he even, yeah, he even says we don't make the we don't make fights at the on Saturdays. The That's literally fight. the night of the fight. That's literally making a fight. Like you're having the face off, which happens today, two days before the fight. Because when the final, you're made doing that face off. Now it works in WWE stuff like that when it's all scripted. But here you just you just don't know. Again, it might work in some moments when the guy like again if Paulo Costa would have jumped the octagon, you get that face off. Cool, man. It happened organically. Awesome moment. But when you plan it out like stuff like this, it just doesn't it just didn't really work for me. Because, again, the fight wasn't really made. Robert Whitaker and Duplessis, it was it was like a tentative like, yeah, they're the like the, the contender. But, you know, it might be too soon. They might be too banked up. So they might like. So it's, it's just too much uncertainty. Like Izzy's not even for sure booked. Like what the what, what are they doing? Now, if it would have happened organically, Duplessis would have like yelled out something. Izzy really is off the henny, pulls a Kanye West type of moment, goes and pulls a microphone off his hand. He's like, Robert Whitaker should have won the belt, you know, or whatever. Like, you know, take just a little Taylor Swift type of thing. Then that's a real face off. But that's not what happened. This was a very clear like, hey, Izzy, you stand on the side. You know, when you go up, Izzy has some little lines prepared. Duplessis has some little lines prepared. Those lines didn't coincide because it looked like they were having two different conversations. They were like talking to like their mirror. Like they were not talking to each other. They were not having I'm a pretty sure Izzy's part was not scripted. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure he has a paper somewhere where he has the N word just like 20 times written there. I'm and pretty that, like, sure uh, the Mickey Mouse ears would not appreciate that. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, so it was just kind of lame. I don't know, but it was, it was all right. It was, uh, it, it gets a lot of people going. It brings up the conversations. Um, let's I think get for the, I think for other people it might have worked, not for him. But let's get so. to the to the fight, the real fight of the night. Our boy Brandon Moreno versus Alejandre. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't yeah, care. I don't know. Antosia. That was that was a banger of a fight. It is crazy that they were just swinging from the beginning to the end. Like that Dude, is wild. I am absolutely tired of Brandon Moreno losing these kind of fights. Like overall, I feel as if he he won more portion he was winning more time like collectively more than pantoja but it was like figueredo when uh, i think the third one figueredo when he fought figueredo the third time moreno was winning most of the round but then towards the end of the round figueredo would catch him boom he drops mm-hmm. to the ground and you know with the judges if that's all that happened you you got dropped you automatically lose that round, no matter what happened the first four minutes. This one, it was like, you know, he. I felt like he was so much faster than Pantoja. I felt like he was. Oh yeah, he was hitting yeah. those combos. Mm-hmm. But, dude, takedown defense went down to Kevin Holland level, like, and that's literally how Pantoja won. Yeah. He had a lot of really good scrambles, and he got a lot, a lot a, out of a lot of stuff, but. It was very, very, like, even going into the fourth round, it was very even. The odds were, like, negative, like, minus 115 to minus 150. It was, like, the same exact thing. And even I was, and I was, like, like, and then afterwards, I think DC said, like, this is such a tight fight. But if it had to lean one way, it would lean, like, I could be okay leaning towards Pantosha than Moreno. And I felt that. I was, like, like, I would feel almost a type of way if Moreno would have won. But I would have been like, all right, bet that that makes sense if Panto- Pantoja would have won. So I I don't want to tie either, but uh, and that also was three and zero. You know, if Moreno would have been like two and zero or they were one one or whatever. But 
Pantoja is just a better fighter, honestly. And he's just going to keep getting better. Um, I, I don't think know Moreno's how he does better, it. dude. I think Moreno's better. He I think, I think Moreno not. is a better boxer on the feet. And I think he was better, like, scrambling. Like, getting out of positions. He was able to dominate. But overall, like, MMA, like, when you break it down all the way, I think Pantoja is a little better. He's a little less on the boxing side, but he's a little bit more on the jiu-jitsu side. Maybe a little bit less on the wrestling side, but a little bit more on the grappling side. Like, they kind of evened out. Moreno's a little bit higher on the boxing, a little less on the jiu-jitsu, a little higher on the wrestling, but a little lower on the grappling. Like, like it would, they were almost, like, dead even, but in two different areas. And uh, the grappler always wins, man, in those moments. They, like, he had four minutes of control time. Like, that matters. And so, like, as much as it sucks, I was... But even then, it was, like, barely scraped by. Like, literally, it's, like, even. And it was, like, you take... You took a couple shots, and you start to lean one way a little bit. Like, that's it. That's it. Like, that's how much I lean towards Pantoja. Like, it's not even, like... Okay, I give him a round. Like, I don't even think I gave him... Like, the rounds could have been... Like, the fight could have ended 30... Like, like just even... Like it was just if it could have been a tie. Yeah, don't try to be like, math, but I saw I you. Been, I, I saw you there. You're like, like, <laughs> like I the it could have been a tie, and I I would have been okay with that. But it was overall it was a good fight. Everybody should see that fight. That was a perfect example of like MMA. The scrambles, even the scrambles are like when they're grappling. That's fun to watch. Everything about mm-hmm. that fight was just from the beginning. Literally, they start off and they start swinging. Like they're swinging for like seconds at a time, where you're just. Boom, 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 boom. Grab Dude, I'm kick, surprised. Like, I thought by mid-second round that Pantoja was gassed. I was like, yeah, oh, he's he done. I'm like, I mean, he Reno, he, you're, you're a shark, and he's blood in the water. Like, let's go. Like, what Yeah, you- no, he was. He was pretty much wrapped up, but he was able to come back. And even he said it afterwards, he was like, I thought Moreno was out in the first because he went at it in the first. And Moreno looked pretty done in the first round, but it just he just kept going all the way to the fifth. But... No, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Uh, so it is what it is. My boy, man. <sighs> just like, it's just. <sighs> and you were right. Like, I think you mentioned it, or one of y'all put it in, because I didn't get to see life, but I was reading the messages that, like, he's never defended his title. Like, he just keeps winning and then losing it. Yeah, winning this dude, and this, loses. Some guy that was here asked me, uh, like, oh, how many title defenses does he have? I'm like, well. I was like thoroughly explaining the the quadrilogy, and I was just like, "Damn, he's actually never defended the belt." Not even with Figueroa. It was like he lost it, then he won it, lost it, won. Unless you count when he had the interim belt, fought Figgy for the unification belt. I don't know if you count. That was tied. So it was what a draw. No, that was the the last one. But I thought Figgy had it. He just won it back. And Marina won it back. No, this, this, no. Uh, so Figueredo had the undisputed, but remember Kai Car friends versus Brandon Marino for the interim flyweight? Oh, nah. And then those interims were dumb, bro. Tell Justin yeah, Gagey and Dustin Poirier that. Chill, 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 chill. I mean, they, they say the same thing. I mean, they wish if they could have gotten the real belt, they, they would have. But he didn't defend like the interim. Like, he, even he wouldn't say. So, like, he ain't defend anything. Moreno, as much as that's my boy, he unfortunately uh, didn't defend much. It is what it is, though. He'll be back how about, somehow. How about Alex Volkanovsky, man? 
That is a dog That's the right goat, there. man. The goat. He makes it look so easy. Honestly, he he puts in another performance like that. Maybe becomes double champ eventually, which I think he can. I mean, all that's left really for him is just like those, just to have those stats next to your name, because then you just ooh like two division champs simultaneously for what? Oh, for the like like his legacy. Oh, okay. Like he he will be the goat. Like this man here is it, it, it's insane. The skill that like he I gets mean for me he already is. Yeah, I mean for me he already is one of the best in the world. Uh, and, and, and the crazy and the crazy thing is they um they were doing on the weigh in show their each uh host they were giving their top three featherweights of all time. I think only one of them had Volkanovsky over Max Holloway. I was like Oh, they all have Max Max above? Yeah, Max Max over Volk, and I'm just like, bro, he beat that man three times. No, I, I don't think all three. I think only one of them had Max above them. And I think they roasted him. I think I think only DC had Max above him. Or oh, but they like Kavaro Kavaro they're like, oh, they gave me your your sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, wait, wait, this is the and maybe Kamaro just changed at the last minute. But I do think it's a popularity type of thing. Because Volkanovsky, he just seems such a like a bland fighter, like yeah. But yeah, he I, kills every like he he's a killer. Like he just Honestly, one of the best fighters. Like, I don't know how he gets better than him. He's honestly beat everybody and makes it look easy. Uh, it's funny because Volkanovsky, ha- I feel like he has just enough personality to not be boring. Mm. Like, he's barely like, I, I, I like watching his interviews and stuff. Like, he he has some yeah. interest to him, but for the it's most the accent. part, it's the accent. <laughs> most part, he can be a little bland. So I'm like. Thank goodness he's just enough personality. No, he, no, he has percent. Like I think I'm pretty sure he was on the. Um, I don't know which one. If it was flagrant or Berlin, but he was on uh, like a flagrant episode, and he was on there for, like for a few hours just talking. And he is pretty cool. Like he's fun. Um, but he, I don't know. There's there's not much that stood out like a Max Holloway. I don't know, or it was the way Max Holloway speaks, or I don't know what does make him stand out as much. But Volkanovski beat him three times. Like there's no. Even if they were to try to give him the fight again, like, it's a wrap for him, bro. Volkanovski is, like, he beat him three times, you know? Dude, um, Volkanovski's ran through the whole division by now. I mean, yeah, no, he, he has, like, to the point where they're literally just looking for people. But again, at this point, like, you beat out all the top contenders. So now you're just grabbing all these other guys who still haven't worked their way up. But because they haven't worked their way up, they're just not as good yet. So you just go ahead and eat them now and cement yourself as like the king. Because at that point, they're like, what are they fighting for? You beat everybody. So his next would be that, uh, what's his name? Um, Ilya Teporia. Teporia, which is a killer. Dude, but... that's going to be, that's, no, that's going to be a badass fight. That's yeah. Gonna be badass yeah. Fight. Just because. Yeah, it'll be, like, it'll be good. But Volkanov like... is going to eat him, man. I mean, most likely, yes, but it's going to be... I, I like it because I feel like it's going to be so... They're both so well-rounded in every aspect. And uh, Taporia might not be as t- good in all those aspects as Volkanovski, but he still is very well-rounded versus 
you know, when you go against Max Holloway, you know, you're not going to be grappling unless you're initiating, initiating the grappling. Um, you know, so there are specialties, I guess you could say. I feel like Taporia doesn't have that, have those holes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, Vol- I mean, it, what? Just like Volkanovsky. Yeah. No, I mean, it'll be fun. And I think it'll be a fun, like, it should be a good fight, but I don't think it'll end differently, which again, now we get to the results. Like, then what? Eventually, he's going to leave and just, again, he's going to beat all these guys. And even if he loses to Taporia and, like, all right, bet, you know, I've been a little distracted. I'm deciding to move it on. Even then, like, that loss is going to be irrelevant. So at this point, he could win or lose. It is what it is, bro. He cemented himself. You now move on. The problem is he moved on. And literally, if he would have fought any other lightweight, I think he probably could have won or had a way better chance. Then literally the hardest lightweight that could ever exist, which was Islam. The one that everybody the else... The hardest is- lightweight that could ever exist? Yeah, right now. What is this, what is this blasphemy you're spitting on here? There's, there's no other... Like, the rest of the lightweights the are literally... The champ has a name, okay. and his name is okay. Charles Oliveira. Okay. Thank you very much. The, the entire lightweight... I mean, Oliveira tried to avoid him. The entire lightweight division is terrified of him. So for Alexander Volkanovsky to come up, go against him, and make him look human. Again, you don't have to make the king, the god, uh, you know, you don't have to kill the god. You just got to make him bleed. Make everybody else know, oh, he's not a god. He's a human. Like, he can bleed like the rest of us. That's what Volkanovsky did. He went in there and made the god bleed. And, like, he made Vulcan, he made Islam look like a normal human being. Like, uh, not the hardest, you know, lightweight ever, to ever exist. Just a regular good lightweight out there so might be good for uh what's the order did he fight Oliveira, volk or volk Oliveira first then volk and then volk so maybe after the volk fight you know Oliveira. but so now we have Oliveira. Oliveira beat darius uh benil and Oliveira, bro i'm not gonna lie bro he tried to avoid the fight he tried to get out of it. Quick he was happen, like, bro. bro, Oliveira came out. He was like, nah, hell no. Nah, I ain't going all the way out there. Which, <laughs> which again, I wouldn't blame him, bro. I would not want to fight in Abu Dhabi. after his dub that he's ready to go to his house. I'll find you bro. the receipts. I'll find you the receipts. I'll find you the receipts. <laughs> he said he wants to fight him. He was like, just not in October and not in Abu Dhabi. And honestly, Literally. I wouldn't. And honestly, I wouldn't blame him, bro. I would not want what to fight Islam in Abu Dhabi. have you been reading, bro? I learned, I, like, I learned the language to be able to get the original, like, first-hand analysis. I don't get this second whatever you do because these uh, translators ain't it. The, you know, he tried to avoid the fight. He didn't want – and I get him, bro. Like, if he was like, hey, man, let's have the fight. You want to have it the last week of October in Abu Dhabi? Ugh, can we have it the first week of November somewhere else? Like, anywhere else. Like, I just – and I don't blame him. I would not want to fight one of those guys in Abu Dhabi either. Like, we all know, like, it's very tailored, the Abu Dhabi card, and, like, who they want to win and all this stuff. So, of course, they would prefer Islam to win over a Brazilian in Charles Oliveira. So, everything is going to benefit Charles uh, Islam. So, why would he want to fight there? I don't blame him. But he tried to avoid it. And by trying to avoid it, it meant somebody else had to fill in that spot. Volkanovski can't take it, you know. There's no other lightweight that wants to. They're all literally like, nah, bro, you go ahead. We're chilling back here. You, you, Oliver, you got it. You got it, bro. You got it. You go fight him. 
If you beat him, then, like, watch. If Olivero wins, all the lightweights are going to come out of the hiding again. Like, yo, where you at, Olivero? Why you hiding from me? But nobody's <laughs> tweeting at Islam. Nobody's tweeting at Islam. Where the tweets at? Where the tweets at, huh? Where's the Chandler calling out Islam? Where's the Gamrot, the, all these random-ass lightweights calling him out? Nobody <laughs> is. But watch, Olivera wins, and they'll be like, yo, Olivera, I already beat you once. Like, don't avoid me. But if Islam wins, it's going to stay quiet. You're going to get Gagey and, and Poirier fight. The winner of that, per- of that fight is going to be like, I got to go fight Olivera. I got to go fight Islam. They're going to be like, damn, bro. Like, Gagey or Pori, whoever it is, they got to go fight Islam. They're going to go into a grueling camp, and they're going to be like, damn. Like, and they're probably going to lose, and they know it. And it's a weird world, bro. So, or if Volkanovsky wins. If Volkanovsky was to beat Islam, everybody would come out of the woodwork. Speaking of Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gagey, we got UFC 291 coming up, brother. Uh, Damn, bro. For the BMF, you don't want to talk about Bueno Silva? Duh. Um, hey, I did just see one thing, though, that said, like, no more Holly Home main events. And it was like them, like, all cheering and stuff. And I was like, let's go, baby. <laughs> I still don't get the Holly Home main events, bro. I don't know if it's a time, like, difference or, or what, but I don't get it. This is a real main event. Not because they're males, just because it's entertaining. But go ahead. I watch Barbie. I'm all for it. I'm all for women's and, you know, the females out there. But, you know, fighting? Eh. Barbie ain't saying anything about Have you seen it? No, I have not. Are you going to? Uh, I most likely will be dragged to go see it, yes. Why you say dragged? It's a good movie, bro. It's a... Dude, I went to the... Is, are there regals out there? Yes. Bro. The VIP, you get free popcorn, free ice cream, and free uh, drinks. Bruh, it's worth the money. Like, I just be, I took like four trips just going to get a refill of ice cream. And during the movie, there's nobody out there. So I would get the big cup and just fill it up with ice cream. Bro, it's, it's worth the money. I, I got my money's worth. And on the way out, I got one for me and one for the other person. Like, <laughs> I, got, I, I got ice cream for days, bro. That uh, that was the best experience. Regal man, they have. I hope they're like Regal, dude. Uh, be, be, besides that, it's like state of the art, bro. It's, it it honestly feels futuristic, and I live so close to it. I live so close to it. It's it's wild. It's wild. Uh, but it's not great. a good movie. I do want to go see the 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 other one, the Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oppen. All right, you don't got to try to correct me. Up, up and <laughs> you asked me, asshole. I did. I did ask you. I did ask you. Uh, but yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah, but this fight, uh, I normally am not a fan of going out in public and watching them because I like to analyze it, you know, and I like to, you know. But this one is just violent. So I'm for this card. I'm just gonna be out somewhere watching it in public with uh, hopefully other people. Now, what we were saying before the podcast is there's a, a boxing fight. Um, that might be at the same time. Did I ever tell you how Canelo had to wait for his fight yeah. with Nate Diaz for the yeah. BMF belt? Like, how ironic. How, like, history repeats itself. And, and you know what's going to happen? They're going to be waiting. I don't know. For this one, I just, I just don't want wherever I go to show the boxing match. Like, I really want to watch the MMA. But, like, like, I would want to go to a place where they're like, don't worry. We don't like boxing here. 
we're just here all for MMA. Don't worry. And I'll be like, Bet. I'm sure I'm sure you'll be good, brother. You'll be good. I'm pretty sure they'll have the volume on and everything for the MMA fights. And then they'll, afterwards, Crawford and Spence will be waiting for the BMF belt to be crowned. Or Hemosphodont. Did you see the press conference today? Uh, portion of it. The beginning of it. Uh, do you actually, think- I think I saw. I think I saw all of it. Actually, not very memorable. Not as memorable as I thought it was gonna be. Did you see the press conference? I mean, the the face-offs. No. So Jorge Masvidal did the face-off. He was a little BMF. special guest for the BMF. So he pulled up, long hair, beard, and then. Uh, but I mean, for Gage, it feels a little weird because he gave like a big handshake to Poirier. He was like, "My boy," like was watching, you know. And then for Dustin Poirier, it was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" But poor, like Gagey, Gagey was cool. Like Gagey just took the handshake. He was like, um, but I feel I don't know. I feel like that's a little like bias type of thing. But they were both all professional about it. And at the end of the at the end end of the day, it's just Poirier and Gagey and they're fighting. But bro, this fight, man, is like made by the gods of M- MMA gods, because it's so perfect. Ever since their first fight, everything has aligned to this very moment. Um, you know what them fighting for the BMF belt what that told me what that Charles Oliveira is real, the real baddest motherfucker cause he beat both of those guys yeah yeah and not only did he beat both of them like cause there's one thing like when Usman fought Masvidal and stuff like that he was like oh I beat him I'm not the BMF no there's a difference, like, I think if you beat them before, even before, like, he's like, oh, he's, he's up for grass for that belt, but I already beat him. He's like, oh, he's up for grass as well, but I already beat him. And not only did I beat him, I choked out both of these mother efforts. So, Oliveira is the real BMF, but that begs the question, like, we got a belt now in the lightweight division, and then we still got the undisputed belt. So, who, who really gets, like, who's the baddest dude out there? Is it the undisputed belt or is it the BMF belt? It's or are they the like one. different things? It's not the one that got beat up by Alex Volkanovsky. I'll tell you that much right now. He ain't the BMF. Look. Oh, Islam? Yeah. But imagine being like, yo, I'm the baddest mother effer. Islam's like, all right, let's let pull up. And they're like, nah, you know. I ain't about that life, you know. I'm just the baddest mother effer out here. But we know you, like, you good, bro. You good. You, you do your thing out there. Because that's the reality of it. Like, the only reason this belt was created is because they're all terrified of Islam. That's why Islam has nobody to fight. Because they're all scared. There should have been a line of people saying, oh, belt in new hands? I'm next. But no, that, that wasn't the case. Like, Ga- Gaethje, Poirier, they won their fights. They didn't say anything. They didn't call out Islam. So now we got this belt, which I'm cool with. I don't really care. Um, I don't really understand it, though. Uh, but there was the whole thing of who would deserve to be the baddest mother effer. And it is these two guys for different reasons. Pori is considered a dog. Like, in all his fights, he's considered a dog. Like, he even, like, the way he fights, bro, he looks like a street fighter. Like, he pulls up his shorts at times. He, like, wipes his nose. And he's like, all right, let's go. Like, he, like... He's like, he got a dog in him. 
and then the way Gagey fights is just he literally just stands there, or at least he did, just stands there in the fire and delivers every single time. So all his fights are freaking badass. So yeah, if either if you know if there was a real competition out there, who was the baddest mother effer? These guys would be a Who's real winning? man. I the think, fans, I, I, the fans. I think I, I got Gagey for real. Gagey in the distance, yeah. What? Yeah, I got Gagey. That's my boy. Believe it or uh, not, I I really think that elevation is going to be the difference because. Gaethje already trains at that elevation, so it ain't shit to him. Did Poirier do enough to adjust to the elevation? I, he did that little tent thing. Yeah, but, I mean... It's the whole Bane thing. Like, you were, like, molded by it or whatever. I was created by it or whatever it is. Like, you only, like, learn to... Well, he was telling Batman, he was like, you only learn to adapt to the darkness. Like, I was molded by it or something like that. You get me? The fuck does that have to do with any of this? That uh, the the altitude, Gagey has trained in it this entire time. Like he's been molded by it. That's the reason he is who he is because of the altitude. Dustin Poirier's only coming into it for two weeks and thinking like he's gonna like be he's ready gonna for out, it. He's he's gonna be like out like oh I got I got stamina for days. Whatever he fuck he said in his interview. Like I was like oh. A little cocky um, for somebody going up and down. This, so he says, "Ah, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding." See, if you just turn it around and say to like Gagey saying it to Poirier, like, "Ah, you think the altitude is your ally? You merely adopted the altitude. I was born in it, molded by it." There's an ad. I didn't see the. Uh, sea level until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing but suffocating. So, see, it's the same thing. And and so, like, you can't you only training in it a couple of weeks, or even going there the week of. If your opponent is used to it, that like to the point where your opponent literally uses the altitude as like a cardio machine and uses it as a like a way to get ahead of the their opponents. You're not gonna get over on him. So. Yeah, you are right. That's the reason, like, that's the only benefit I give Justin Gagey. I have Justin Gagey because that's my boy. I love the way he fights. And I, I said it last, last time, and I got to stand by it. Like, I'm going to go for the guy who's, who's lost because he has a lot more to lose now. Like, now he has to, like, make a stand and be like, you already lost once. Like, I can't lose again. If I lose again, like, what, the, like, what am I doing with my life? So I don't think he's going to lose again. Uh, and everybody's saying it's going to go the distance. I don't know, man. I think if Gagey wins, I don't think it's by decision. I think he would. I think the leg kicks will add up. I think that um, that uh, it might not be like. Um, I think Dustin Poirier will be able to catch a lot of it, but there might still be some some leg kicks, and it might, it might slow him down. And I do the new Justin Gagey can knock him out. So. If it goes to distance, though, I always have Poirier winning that. I think he's more technical, and I think he has more, like, weapons. But I don't think it will. I think Gagey's going to win by TKO somehow. And uh, we're going to get the trilogy. The Gaethje trilogy for the belt. Gagey by split decision. How about those apples? Even those, bro. If we're really going to talk about the baddest mother, like, I don't want no decision. I'll be like, oh, fifth round? 
Warrior. It's still decided. Go another round. Boy, Jorge Ross and all was about hey. to go the distance. Well, that like that fight wasn't even fair because it was stopped by a doctor stoppage. It wasn't even like doctor a knockout. Stoppage. That was a real doc- doctor stoppage. Not the crap Dr. Mc- uh, Conor McGregor yelled out. <laughs> that was a doctor stoppage. Like, Nate Diaz had Wait, a cut in his face. Are you telling me Conor McGregor wasn't a doctor stoppage? No, it was a broken leg. Like, you can't continue that's a, fighting. That's a, a doctor stoppage. No, no, that's an injury. That's a that's a fight stopping injury. That that's is a doctor different... stoppage. The doctor no. comes in, sees the, that shit, he's no. like, stop it. This doctor hadn't come in. The doctor, like, the doctor didn't need to come in. Like, that was a fight. Like, then if that's the case, every fight is a doctor stoppage. Like, he's knocked out on the floor getting punched, and the doctor's like, all right, call it. Call it. No. It would have been. You don't, you, don't, you, don't think, you don't think the ref would have called that? You don't think the ref would have called that fight if it wouldn't have been for the bell? Like, if the doctor wouldn't have stopped it, okay, fine, doctor, step back. Ding, 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 round two. Conor McGregor can't stand up. <laughs> the ref will wave it off. Like, that wasn't a doctor. A doctor stoppage was Nate Diaz. When he was standing there, he was like, yo, I'm good. And the doctor's like, no, you can't see out of the side. He's like, nah, F it. Like, I'm still good. The doctor's like, no, I'm going to call it. Nate Diaz's like, don't F and call it. He's like, I'm going to call it. And he waves it off. That's a doctor stoppage. Not when you can't get up and you're busted on the floor and you literally can't get up to continue the fight. It's when the doctor busted decides, on like, the floor. When you, you're Conor McGregor would have Conor McGregor would have lost that fight, and we all know it. That's why he nah, hasn't come back. Nah, nah. That's why he's had this embarrassing run and and tough and the Ultimate Fighter. What is going on, bro? What happened? Oh no, bro! So and the worst part, fighter, you know, the worst part is the disrespect from the veterans too. They don't give a fuck. And honestly, I don't blame them because you're just like huh, this man hasn't won a won a fight in his weight class weight class since 2016, man. Who, yeah, who I mean, if you're a guy? real fighter at that point, like he's a Conor McGregor's just a show at this point, not a real. I bet. Fighter. I bet some of them are like, "Hey, did y'all know? Ever since 2016, I I got more wins in the UFC." Than Conor McGregor, but yet I'm on here under him. Now, do you think it's really like it's this mismatch because of how bad or how good coaching one of them is doing, or is it just the concept of veterans versus up and comers? Like these are people that have been fighting for a lot longer and have gone through the UFC, have gone through the entire process of being on the stage and all stuff, versus somebody who hasn't. Like, what if it would have been reversed and McGregor would have gotten the veterans? Would Connor would have won, would have won the whole thing? I think it just depends. Um, there's, it, it's like they're prospects, but what kind of prospects? Because it's not like you know, Bo Nickel was a prospect, top prospect, got into the UFC. He doesn't go to know the Ultimate Fighter, like. So what at what level of they're obviously not going to be the top prospects because the top prospects you're you're trying to get them in, they're trying to they're mm. you're trying they're they're signing contracts with the UFC, they're not going through the Ultimate Fighter, but I mean say that to Usman, say that to Bisping, say that to all right, ran out of names, but like. A lot of the top prospects do go through there, but that's the idea of the Ultimate Fighter. It's nothing but prospects. It's not pro- you... prospects. Pros is that how you say it? 
I meant like, you know what I meant? I meant not, of course, all of them ultimately are prospects, but I'm talking about like, you know, there were the young kids that haven't had the chance to. Mm. But, yeah. but so the show was half of them were those guys, right? Like kids that like haven't prospects, gone. To the yeah. And then the other half was what veterans, like we, people that have gone through or just people that are older. Uh, people that have been in the UFC and got cut. So, like, let's say there's no coaching involved and you just get these people against each other. Who would you think would have the upper hand? The prospects or the uh, the veterans? Honestly, I think it was 50-50. In my opinion, some of those fights, like... But, like, starting off, what would you have chosen? So, McGregor got to choose first, right? I think I'll, I'll watch the first episode. I would I would have I would have thought prospects because I always like I always say the younger generation uh, coming in is you. always it's always better. So it could if they would have been coached right, it could have been like yeah, you are right. You could use the because uh, that's the whole idea. Like the up and coming is going to beat the older guy. If it would have been maybe maybe if it would have even gone the other way, uh, Chandler could have really done some work with the prospects. I I I noticed a low key jab on uh, the most recent episode, the first fight of the semifinals or yeah the semifinals um one of the guys so they were able they gave half of them to mcgregor half of them to chandler but thing is dana white was like the ones i signed to team mcgregor like if they they don't have to switch over if they don't want to they could stay with under team chandler and one of the guys was like you know no fuck that i'm not I'm not going over there. I, I like the way we train. I see, I see what they do and see, see, see how they train. I, I, I I'm not doing that. I, I'm not going to Team McGregor. It's the last thing I do, and I'm just yeah. Like, they, they just get beat up over there in Team McGregor. And I'm just like, damn. So like, I, I found that pretty significant. I was like, low key, that's throwing shade on because you know that's what all of us are guessing. What's going on in the training if? You're losing all these fights and whatnot, and then for this to be him to throw a subtle jab at like, no, nah, I don't, I don't like the way they train. I don't, I don't. Do you think uh, Connor was the right choice for uh, the Ultimate Fighter? I think yes. Chandler was. Yes Chandler placed no. a part. What do you think? Or I guess either one. What do you yes, think? Yes and no. Um, yes, this was the right cast. No, because of the way the Ultimate Fighter is just filmed and put together like i don't know it's it's really cut all the all the fat out all the juice th- but do you think there's any fat there do you think connor was around like you don't think they put enough of like i think they put everything they could and still try still kind of like edit it to fabricate some type of storyline but i don't think mcgregor was around enough uh maybe you know a couple years ago maybe the if mcgregor going into the uh cowboy fight or even the mcgregor going into the first dustin poirier fight if that would have been the connor that would have coached then i think so but this current connor like i don't think he was around him that's what they even said like that was one of the criticisms the other team was saying like what you're gonna show up this time like are you gonna be for like that was the problem i thought it was a good call at first because it it was erased the uh the expectations of it. And I, I was excited for it. I thought, oh, like the ratings are going to be high. And I think that was the expectation. But after the first episode, when you were like, 
No, like he's not there. You already know what you already know what it was. Yeah. It was underwhelming very fast. Yeah, it was just very generic. Like there's no juice to it. It was plain and dry. It's just like, you know But I think that's the case. Like you get footage when the fighters are around, when like the the coach goes to their house, when he's hanging around, runs it to the other guy. But this one, like, there was just nothing. Like there was nothing. There was a moment where McGregor's just like in that awkward room with Con- uh, Chandler. And then there was the big moment, the shove, you know, that they put in the trailer, that moment that everybody thought, oh, my God, the whole show is going to be like this. They're going to be going at each other's necks. They're going to be coming up in confrontations. Nothing happened. That was the only time it happened. Like after a bunch of losses had accumulated for McGregor and they had that big face off. McGregor was like ready to throw hands. He was probably off the handy a little bit. You know, he was mad. They were ready to throw hands, and he did the shove. Big moment for the series. Besides that, there's no juice. Like, they even built up to that moment artificially. Like, they edited it. Like, they put it in the trailer to really hype it up. But that's not really what the series was about. There wasn't a lot of, like, that much beef. They just kind of, like... I I just don't know. Have you... I can't remember seeing Michael Chandler outside of the UFCPI in the whole show. At least he's just hung around in there. Uh, at least McGregor's gone to the house a couple times. You know, it's like, all right, so they pop up outside of just the gym. I think, Michael I Chandler, think Chandler, really? I think Chandler is there a lot, but I think they just already have enough footage of that loser that they don't need more. With Connor, like they don't have enough footage. Like I think Chandler shows up to all the meetings on time with donuts and coffee for everybody. I think like they're like, hey, we're gonna be shooting at ten a.m. He's there at nine forty-five. He's in all the face-offs. He like, like he's there. Like he, should, I'm pretty sure he's at the house every morning before like the guys wake up. He's the last one to leave at night. Like he's fully invested into this UFC thing. Connor isn't. Connor's a cool guy showing up. We were going to shoot at ten. He shows up at eleven thirty-five. Just like yo, my bad. Like oh, he takes a donut. Be like my bad. Like what's going on here? And they'll shoot him, and he leaves at a little bit before twelve. Like, he's there for, like, 25 minutes, and they'll take that footage and expand on it. Like, make a whole thing out of it so they don't need that much of Chandler because Chandler's going to be there for 24 more hours. Like, they take those little moments from Connor, and they have to expand on it. And I think that's what we ended up getting, and that's what we definitely got the first few episodes. Uh, but Chandler just plays the part so well. Like, and there's no fight. That, that fight's never going to happen. Yeah, that not- fight's never going to happen. But, and apparently, like, even Chandler said, he was like, I said a lot more during that moment. He was like, I, when McGregor said that, he said I responded. But they edited it in a way to where it didn't look like I responded. Where it looked like McGregor just kept talking. And it makes sense. They can edit things however they want. We're, we don't know what we're seeing. Um, but, yeah, I was just very underwhelmed from it. I, it could have been a huge hit. But McGregor's just not that guy anymore. And, but, you, um, but you know what's going to be a huge hit? Co-main event: Jan Wachowicz versus Alex Pereira. I hate you, man. That that's gonna be one of these guys are going down, bro. And I think it's the Polish power is going down. Yeah, I was a little like half and half until I saw their face off, bro. Alex Pereira's fist covers Jan's face, man. Like Alex Pereira is like looms over him, like he's taller than Jan. Bigger than Jan. Um, a little bit. What's, uh, um, 
yeah, he's a lot bigger. Uh, and so I, I do think he, uh, if he connects, I think Jan might struggle. But this is also the biggest guy that Alex Pereira has gone with against the MMA. So if Jan can take him down, there's no way in hell Alex is getting back up. So that's the give or the, the game. I think Alex Pereira, though. Know crazy. I know he's about to go in that fucking octagon and make Jan Bohovic look small. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be like, is he the is he knocked this dude out? Okay. All right. This After guy. four attempts, took him four attempts. And one of them he was passed out with the oxygen inhaler in his face trying to come back to life. Okay, so yeah. And one of them he caught him. And even then, bro, like Okay, we all know that. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I, I saw this today. You, didn't I? I'm sorry. I saw this today. I saw this today. Um, so we all know when you cut weight, like it makes your chin like a little bit more shady. Like it makes you a little bit more susceptible to knockouts. It makes you a little bit more like Cordy, if you Cordy get hit Garber. the wrong. Yeah, exactly. It happens. You cut weight like that happens. So. A lot of people were saying that about the the last fight that Alex Perez's weight cut affected him a little bit, and that's why Izzy knocked him out. Well, I don't know if you saw Izzy's latest video, which again in the in in the YouTube I kind of like Izzy, but he was on there. He spent like a good thirty seconds, like yeah, people are saying like uh, that the weight cut affected him. There's no way the weight cut affected him. The weight cut doesn't affect that. There's no way like I just connected him, like I hit him the right way. Like bro, at least admit it. Like yeah he's a weight bully he cuts down all this weight that's why he got his ass knocked out because he doesn't belong in this weight class go to your rightful one and then try to knock them out you know but he didn't like izzy was just like no bro there's no way the weight cut is not a thing now now you're just looking dumb because obviously it is a thing the more weight you cut the more susceptible you are to getting knocked out that's just the reality so that annoyed me a little bit but I get it, bro. You lost three fights again in one of them, Oxygen and Hiller. But you needed that little win. You needed that little win. So cool. I'll give it to him. Now, Jan versus Alex, two guys that have beaten you. So yeah, where the fuck have you been at, bro? Like, Jay over here went on a tangent. I'm sorry yeah. I triggered you. Yeah, I Jeez, just had to say I... that because talking about Alex Pereira and uh, that whole little it's... moment because I'm a little upset they never got the the next fight. But they might, honestly. Really quick, though, talking about light heavyweights, what do you think about the current champion? Or better yet, their empty vacant title. Damn, Jamal Hill. That yep. sucks, bro. Yeah, so Jamal Hill suffered a little, sprained his ankle or something, hurt his little toe or something, <laughs> and had to drop the belt. So he relinquished the belt, and so again, the belt has no owner. What a what a weird belt, man. It's cursed. So, probably. Um, so now we have Jan, Alex Pereira fighting, two former champions. There's no champion currently right now for the light heavyweight. Which, by the way, what do you think about him having to drop the belt? Do you think he should have? Or do you think he should have pulled a sterling, hold it for a year? I mean... Sounds like a, he was kind of voluntold what to do. Um, but do you think that's a good precedent? If you know I mean, you have a surgery or something? He, 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 the way he won, I think, honestly, the UFC just wants to push that more. Like, I'm pretty sure it would favor in their benefit when, like, a 
a uh, a champ has, you know, a major injury that's going to leave him out for a while. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and drop the belt. But when I'm when I'm ready, like when I'm healthy, I'm getting my belt back. Like, I feel like that. Would just yeah, but me. now you put them in the line. Like now, Yuri gets to fight for the belt, which honestly he hasn't done anything to deserve to fight for the belt. Sure, he was a yeah. champion, but so was Yawn. So was Yon a champion? So the he only, beat. yes, I get it. But that was so long ago. That was before you went through this injury. That was before that person fought all these guys and leveled up. Like, that's the thing. Like, you just automatically are. What if you're out for three years? Do you deserve a position three years from now? Even let's say if there's a whole new roster. Unfortunately, not much changed with this division. But what if it would have been a whole new roster of fighters? Yuri still deserves it. Just because he beat out, you know, Glover a little while ago, who beat out Jan, who now is about to fight. Like, what gives him the right besides the fact that he was a champion, gave up the belt for an injury? Same idea with Jamal. So now we have two guys that automatically get a chance to, to fight for the belt. Like, with no, Jamal Hill gets a year. So in a year, like, name me another fighter that's like, yo, I don't have to do anything. But a year from now, I can start saying I want to fight for the belt, and I de- and no matter what happens, I just like I will get that fight. No matter who the champion is in a year, no matter who the contenders are, no matter what has happened in a year, I get like, what kind of promise is that? That's such a weird like. I mean, they were the belt holder. Like Yuri never lost the belt, so he deserves when he's ready. To fight, which will probably be this is probably a number one contenders fight right here. Winner of Jan versus Alex is gonna fight Yuri for the vacant title, and then Yuri they'll fight. Yuri might get one more defense, and if he's victorious in that, that's probably when Jamal Hill will come back. Jamal Hill deserves every right to get that title but, but defense. Then, but then, then the division is all, everybody else should just be like, okay, well, Yuri deserves the next chance, and Jamal deserves it. I'm just gonna wait it out, like. Like, let me just wait it out then until y'all figured it out, until there's not three guys in line for the belt. This is the then, light heavyweight division, bro. There's not that many people in, in the Yeah, line, but it bro. makes sense why, like, the Magomed, like, just suddenly disappeared. The Ankalaev, like, he just, like, went out the face. After that draw, he was, like, after UFC, like, disappeared. Anthony Smith, he's like, I mean, I'm not fighting for a belt anytime soon. All these guys are in line. Like, why do I, what do I need to do? Like, why would anybody decide to go into that division, move up? move down like it just creates this boring stilt made of a fight like of a car like the reason the ufc made them drop made them drop the title is because they're, they're not that entertaining yuri is fun as a fighter as a personality eh. like he doesn't really carry that many people yamal hill really great fighter cool personality but just not that famous he's not that well known he kind of blends in with he's not like an usman that kind of sends out jamal hill is just a regular regular like cool guy so it doesn't really like there's nothing really that makes him stand out so of course people, the ufc makes him drop the belt people but when, fucks with jamal hill oh I'm for sure for sure no we love jamal ufc hill, ufc sure. knows it too no for sure but i mean more than alex Pereira, like who do you think carries more weight right now with their name even yawn over jamal hill like we love jamal hill but he's really not that internationally marketable he's just a regular cool american I think, guy I, I think he's more marketable than Jan Bohovich. 100%. Around the world? No, you're talking about all of Europe, bro. Also, t- think all of Europe as well. All the people that Jan could market to around the world 
even like right now in Utah, like I think like let's just go with Utah, honestly, the little cowboy. Like I think Yon, the way he is right now with his little cowboy hat, going to all the places with the little white beard, like he would fit in and they would adopt him, not because of race or anything, but more than Jamal Hill. Because Jamal Hill I would just this be is a race thing, another guy. It is just another guy. Yon like, is it as could be generic and as like But he's from another country. He represents Poland, the Polish power. He represents an entire nation. Jamal Hill doesn't really represent the United States. How or big represent... is that nation? Not that it's big. It's a whole homie. nation, though. It's a... Who does Jamal Hill represent? Who stands behind him? Country, the of... whole country of the United States. Boy. Not really. He not really though. Like we love him, but like when he like when he won the bell, like sure he well it goes like he's famous and like we'll support him. But we're talking about people that carry a flag, like the pol like. His name is literally a whole country. Like, we also have to recognize that fact. So there's a lot of guys. Even Giri represents his little country. You know, everybody represents their own little country. Jamal Hill doesn't really have that. He's just a guy, like a cool guy, really great fighter. Probably American, but nothing really besides that. Alex Pereira, Brazilian, you know, has this other guy. Like, that's cool. Everybody has their thing. They weren't really that cool. So the UFC made them drop the belt. They don't really carry that much weight to them. But a year from now, they're going to carry even less weight. Jamal Hill, if he doesn't fight in a year, his name will be unknown. Jiri, give him another few months. If honestly, if this division was a little bit more interesting, we would have forgotten about Jiri at this point. Because honestly, like Glover retired a while back. Like what has Jiri done? Choked out Glover? He's retired. Okay. Like what has Jiri done? Knocked out Dominic Cruz? Where's Dominic Cruz? Nowhere around. Dominic Reyes. That's the whole, Dominic Reyes. Who, 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 who's on the other end of they got knocked out and they're still at the top? Nobody, bro. And when they get knocked out like that, you yes. go into the bottom, to the depths. For sure. But those guys, then they get promoted. And that's why Yuri, like Yuri got the, the fight because he knocked out, uh, he knocked out uh, whatever his name. Then um, like Yamal Hill got that fight because he beat these other guys. Like he beat a little goofy dude. Um, Andrews, uh, Johnny, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Walker and stuff like Walker. that. Like he, he got a cool win, so cool. You catapult them, boom, straight to the title. But a year from now, if you don't fight from a year from now, for you to just say like, hey man, I was, I was a champion, I gave it up. Give me like, does John, can John Jones just fight for the belt? I, I guess that's a bad example. He probably could fight for the belt. Why fight. are you so but, mad, bro? But like, why? Don't hold up. Because First I don't think all. they should. Like, I don't think Jamal should have dropped it. I think Jamal should have been like, okay, y'all fight it out. If <laughs> it comes to belt. it. Exactly. Like, at least for a little bit long and be like, yo, like, if it gets to the point where, like, hey, bro, like, or give him a year, be like, but even then, he knows he's not going to, but like, milk it, bro. Be like, oh, yeah, in six months, be like, bro, they told me I was going to be able to fight, but damn, I still can't, like, milk it, bro. Like, because not only is it like, are we talking about the, the name that you can carry? It's money, it's endorsements, it's sponsorships. Like, it carries a lot. So for you to just give it up and then be like, okay, well, the UFC promised me in a year. They're going to give me the fight. Yuri still hasn't gotten the fight. We hear he's going to get a fight. I'm Who telling knows? you right now. I'm telling you right now. The winner of this fight right here is fighting Yuri. For sure. For, for sure. And, that, and that's what we all believe. We all, I genuinely I'm, believe that I, too. That I think though. But we don't know that. Until it's booked, then we'll talk again. Be like, okay. Yuri okay, waited bro, out. Who, like, isn't that ideal? It would be ideal. It would be ideal. But again, we haven't seen Yuri. We don't even know if he's healthy. He's just talking shit right now. We've never, we haven't seen the guy in a well, let's while. Just, 
assume that exactly we're just assuming yes we have to assume yeah we have to assume that he's able to fight and not only that we have to assume that he's the same yuri like if he's not the same yuri why are we giving it's the literally the uh tj dillashaw tj dillashaw just because he was a previous champion just because of his name he was given the shot when he didn't deserve it and he knew it his shoulder was fucked up he was like man i'm gonna lose this because well, he got some but bullshit at, ass win over Corey hey, hey but he was like at least but he was like at least i'm gonna get the chance to fight for the belt that was his only he was like i know i'm gonna lose i know i'm not 100 percent, but i just like i'm gonna get the chance it's the same idea. Yuri cannot be at 100%. His shoulder could still be fucked up. He can know, like, he could not be training. He can, but because he was, a, we have to give him the fight. We have to give him this fight and just assume, oh, he's just, he could lose completely, like, right off the bat, or he could win regardless. But what has he done? Like, if anything, be like, okay, bro, if you drop the bell, we're going to line you up in a number one contender. Then I get it. Or let's say in, in a year, we get, um, no, I don't know. But you get them enough. But like for just to jump, everybody go for the belt. That's that's we literally have created a line. Tell me another division where you have two guys fighting to be a number one contender with the guy who's promised to be a belt hasn't fought in a year. And then from there, you have another guy that's also promised to fight for the belt in a year. Tell me another division where stuff like that happens. Like there's no other division where you got three guys just promised to fight for the belt. You have three that's guys right now. Sports is, bro. You are you hold that crown until somebody takes it from you. Even exactly. if you relinquish it. Exactly. Somebody and has to take it from you. I'm all with you. So Jamal Hill, you shouldn't have dropped it, bro. You should have fought the power a little bit. No, now, it wasn't taken from him. He Nobody gave it away. Won. Jamal Hill gave it away. Dude, I don't know why this is why does this bother you so much? Like it's still great because fights. Oh, no, for sure. But then it wouldn't have created this little moment that we're in right now. It would have, like, you still would have had, even if it would have been, like, hey, you know he has a broken leg, but Jan versus Alex, like, against something. Because this, it, it just has jumped so much. And the president of, oh, I got an injury, let me drop the belt. I don't think it, it's for everybody. I think it happens. And that's what I was trying to say. They're not that popular. They're not that famous. So the UFC is, like, of course, like, yo, um... You're not popular enough to hold on to the belt for a year. Let me let me catch that back. Let, let, me, let me catch that back. They wouldn't do that to anybody else. Like there's people Islam. When was the last time Islam fought? Or or like there's there's people who like there's February. All Jermaine hasn't fought in a like he didn't fight for over a year. And he held on to the belt. Like, what's the difference? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a race thing. What like you little man, Nashville's really getting to you, huh? Everything's gotta be about it, huh? Aljamain didn't drop it. And kudos to him, bro. He was like, fuck it. He fought everybody. He fought us. He was like, I ain't dropping this belt. I know I'm not fighting, but I'm just gonna keep coming up with excuses. I'm gonna get this money. I'm gonna show up to every event, rocking the UFC belt, talking my shit. Like, yeah, bro, he's the champ. He won it, rightfully so. Steve versus Bro, ain't nobody care about that fight, bro. We're talking about real stuff, bro. We're talking about real stuff. What? Nah, you're nah, gonna nah, talk I'm, about nah, uh, Bobby Green go piece up El Kakui, Tony Ferguson. Nah, I don't know what are, like the rest of the fights. I mean, I mean, they're all good. Steven Wonderboy and Para, yeah. I mean, that should be fun. It should just be a nice little fun uh fight because sometimes you need like just a solid fight to calm down the people from the madness that's just happened, which is going to be when Ferguson knocks out Bobby Green, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the the chaos of the room, you know. It's just they need a fight to just kind of calm down a little bit where they're just kind of like relaxing. But Ferguson, come on, bro. He looks different, bro. Five fives in a belt. He said it, bro. He said it. 
it shall be done. Shit, I have no did. doubt, no doubt whatsoever on my boy. Dude, this is El Kukui is back. This is classic Tony Ferguson. He talks the talk so hard, press conferences and stuff. No, he, honestly, he, he's not. He's not talking. He, talk, he does seem a little scared. He does seem he, a little he, scared. And and then he comes out and just like gets knocked out, like submitted. I I, I hate that it. you saying that. Like, okay, what Oliveira? Everybody lost to Oliveira. Like, okay, cool. Like and Nate then, Diaz. Like, damn. <laughs> Nate Diaz deserved to win. You forgot about Nate that Diaz. one, bro. You yeah, forgot about yeah, that yeah. one. But Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, I think it was the weight class. I think it was the difference with everything going on. Um, damn, that's a really good case. Bobby Green's still fresh. Bobby Green's still fresh. But I Bobby do think Green Tony got the head movement, bro, is over with. But but the way his hands are so low, I think Ferguson catches him with all of his unorthodox fighting. I think Tony Ferguson catches him. I think Bobby Green's a little bit too confident. And I think Tony Ferguson is allowing him to get confident, allowing him to think. The only thing uh, that Tony Ferguson is going to do to Bobby Green is throw sand, throw sand on him. And it might work, bro. It might work. Imagine if it works. You know, you never know. I, I have a lot of faith in Tony Ferguson. I, I do think he can put on a show. If he gets knocked out or if he doesn't, I think uh, it would just be fun to watch, man. I think that's that's gonna be a good little boxing fight, dude. He's gonna be so bad. It's it's it's. Or bro, no you get Tony with the Imanari role, and Bobby Green's like like I don't think Bobby Green has any any groundwork, any ground game. You get him on the I floor. I don't think Tony Ferguson does either. Tony Ferguson is a is a jujitsu black belt from the tenth planet black belt uh, with Eddie Bravo. So I'm gonna need you to calm down, bro. Yeah, Tony okay. Ferguson. He's the real deal, bro. He is the real deal. He would like, okay. he's just very like witty with his jujitsu, if that makes sense. Like he's very clever with it, bro. And very unorthodox. You know, it's ways. 2023, right? Not 2018. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. You never know, man. The old classics might work. And somebody like Bobby Green, who doesn't do any ground game, like even better. So you got Bobby Green? Yes, I got Bobby Green. Damn, bro. bro I, th I, thought, I thought you were smart. I thought we were like on the same page on this card. Apparently. Wait, uh, who did you have? Oh, you had Alex. Bobby Green, Green a minus 400 favorite. So uh, Vegas don't, ain't in your favor either at all. You know, you know they're just trying to get money, bro. The real people putting in the real bets. They know. Like the real people's fight. The people's fight. Kevin Holland versus Michael Chiesa. Mm. That's when scrap. was the last time Kiesa fought? Let me see. Was it a while know. back? Vicente Luque? Uh, nah, that was like two years ago in Houston. No, Sean Brady. Oh, yeah. It was two years ago. Oh, yeah, it was two years ago. It was Sean Brady. Um, I mean, I think he's been, anybody that's been gone that long, I think it's going to, especially somebody who's as active as Kevin Holland, talking that much shit, just all up in your face. Doing all type of weird stuff on you. Dude, I, Pause. I can't express enough how much I love Kevin Holland, bro. <laughs> he was I just love watching his interviews and shit. Like the stuff he says, it's, it's hilarious. And it was funny. He was talking about Kobe Covington. He's like, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'm not there, there yet to fight Kobe Covington. Now, if I had to fight him, I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll knock his ass out. But as soon as he, you know, he wants to do that wrestling, as soon as he starts sniffing my crotch, 
Yeah. Uh, let's I mean, be real. That's, it's, that's a, exactly. it's, it's a done deal. <laughs> and it's just like, I just find it funny how he says <laughs> the crotch sniffers, like, I mean, they're sniffing my crotch. <laughs> he, yeah. Yeah. He calls it out. Um, I mean, that's exactly what would happen. Like, Covington, bro. Like, I just don't know. Like, Covington could be working on the hands this entire time. Come out and knock people out with his hands. Who knows? But we haven't seen anything from him. Um, he might as well have been gone with an injury, bro. Like, he might as well have had the belt, relinquish yeah, it, and gone out with an injury. That's pretty know, much bro. what he did. Some with, some with uh, Dana White. They got something going on. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Because the way he just got that fight for no reason. But I think they're going to book it Leon versus Kobe eventually. Uh, but in this one, I mean, I just got Kevin Holland. I just want to see him win. I want to see him talk his shit. I want to see him play his hands and be like, let's go, baby. Who's the next one? Michael Kia said that'll be fun too, but I don't really. I'm not that invested in him. Yeah, so. it's kind of like, he, it was like the was. Even then, the was. I mean, almost two years ago, we were just, eh. I mean, I guess we were already in it. But, eh, he's just another eh, blind guy. That's just, mm-hmm. he's just there. Even his you know name, Michael. fights on this card? Michael. Like, come on. Like, how, how do you want to stand out with a name like Michael? I mean, just you know so... who else is on this card, bro? Who? Black Beast. Derek Lewis, baby. It's just, it's sad to see it, like, slowly go down the list of the card. Like, you know, he was main events. Then he was in the main card, co-main event. Then, you know, like, later down, like, first fight of the main event, eventually, like, prelim, feature, featured prelim, and now he's just a regular prelim. Like, the evolute, the de-evolution of fighters, you know? That's nah, pretty crazy, back, huh? Though. He's going to get back. All he needs Because they go to... up, they go up, you see them go from, pre- from early prelims to prelim to feature prelim to the main card, work their way up. And then you also see them work their way it down. It's like it's, open, it's life. Bro. Well, he it's a wrap for him, bro. No, I he mean, about to knock this motherfucker out. Who's this? H Town Swing and Bang, baby. So this guy, 38, they're both 38. They're, they're the same exact thing, pretty much. Marcus Lewis said he will have a six pack at weigh ins. Of what? Six pack of what? <laughs> That's so the real question. <laughs> that boy. No, it's um just the same way we saw the you know the de evolution of them going downwards. You see them he, losing he all their no fights. To- he ain't no Tony Ferguson, but hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't put Tony in that boat. <laughs> Tony Ferguson. So what where's he at, Tony Ferguson? Boy, it's a third fight, fourth fight. Damn, he is going down. Damn, Tony Ferguson is going down in the, in the list. But see, you see it, like you see it happen. So um, I hope he wins. I think it would be fun for Derek Lewis. I don't really know much about the other guy. Me neither. Rogerio. De Lima. But he sounds like a grappler. So if he gets a hold of him, Derek Lewis, you know, he just gets up. Um, <laughs> you already know. He's just going to get up. He doesn't believe in jiu-jitsu. He just gets up. Um, I don't know. It, it's just one of those where, like, it's just one hit. That's all it takes. Besides that, I'm kind of glad I have to work before... I won't be free till like nine, so then I'm gonna go somewhere and watch it. So I don't have to lose myself on, like I don't have to worry about any of the other stuff. It's just that main card that I really want to see. So well, should be fun. I'm, I'm trying to see my boy Derek Lewis. Yeah, I'm gonna try to see it, but I want, I'm have to watch it on my oh, phone dude. or something. I'm going to UFC Nashville next week. What? 
For real? Yeah. TFTI, man. Shut up. Let's see. Who you are you gonna show up like at the beginning? Dang. What you mean, bro? You know Who are you going with? Are you going by yourself? Or are you going uh, with anybody? Mia and another buddy of mine. Dang, dude. Let's see who you gonna see. Who you gonna see? Okay. All right. Corey Sanhagen versus uh Font. Font, yeah. Was well, supposed to be Umar and Margamedov, but Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which this is a way better fight for Sanhagen. That boy. No, that this is a good card. And just being there. I mean, it could have been anybody. It honestly could have been the Holly Holm main event. I'll still be happy to be at the UFC. Like, just being there, bro. All right, wait. Come on. You ain't buying tickets to that. Come on. I was. If it was to come, I mean, I I would go with the intention of getting a little drunk, you know, and uh, having a little fun, but not so much watching the fights. I'll be, you know, if, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But even then, like, I still, like, it's just fun being there at a UFC event. So that's cool. You have more than, I guess, me now, since we would go to all the same events. <laughs> what a loser, man. I, I should have flown down, but we all know I ain't doing that. So what I did want to go was uh, the Nate Diaz and Jake Paul fight happening this coming weekend. It was, uh, or it is here in Dallas. I wanted to go to that, but I'm sure it's the price here is. in Dallas, you in H Town, but closer than you are. I mean, here in Texas, you know. Yeah, bro. Don't Plus, know. I don't gotta, I don't gotta give on my location. You gotta, I gotta keep people guessing. They don't know if I'm in Dallas or Louisiana or or Ohio. For all they know, I could be in Tennessee with me. Are you in Tennessee? Is that a real question? I don't know. Is that a real answer? Do you really not know where I'm at? <laughs> of course I know. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Uh, so, no, nah, wait, go. Um, that's awesome, man. Just uh, who do you have on that fight? Who are you? Who are you like screaming for? Who are you throwing your bra at? Sanhagen. Oh, okay, you should take a bra and just throw it at him as he's coming out, real Drake style, you know. Drake style. Okay. Yeah, the oh boy. Um. But yeah, no, it should be fun. That's awesome, bro. That's that's awesome. Uh, I wish I got to go to another UFC event, but who knows when they're coming back to Houston? They ain't never coming back to Houston. They just used us. They abused. They just used us while we allowed them to have an uh, the events out, and then they just bailed on us. They're never yep. coming back. You got anything uh, else, brother? No, I haven't had anything for a while. We just I just been talking out of my ass for the last. A uh, little. I just didn't know if you had any. You know, usually you have like some. Oh yeah, no. I mean the uh, like the, the uh, we kind of threw talked it at the the last UFC or one of the last UFCs, the uh, Islam Oliveira, and then the crazy fight, bro, Hamza versus Paulo Costa, and middleweight. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Do you think Hamza ragdolls Paulo Costa, or you think it's a pretty fair fight? Ragdolls. You think so? Yeah. I mean, if he couldn't ragdoll Gilbert Burns, who was a tiny dude, imagine this big-ass dude who's also Brazilian. So, you know, ground game is on point. You know, He chose not to do that with Gilbert Burns, but also there's levels and... Don't use that excuse. Don't that he chose not to. He saw the submission attempts from Gilbert, and he was like, fuck. He's going to get me in one of these and decided to opt out. 
and then how to throw hands. hands and every he, t- he decided not to go <laughs> to exactly. the ground with him. But the, but the reason he didn't rag on him is not because he decided not, just because he physically can't. If he tried to, he would get caught. With none of these other guys did he face any type of uh, threat. What Costa is somebody bigger. It's a, a real threat at this point. Um, but you're right. I think Kamza faces a challenge. I think he gets. I think that's a war, which is makes it very fitting to be in. No, I don't even think the fight happens. For real, I think that was the fight that was always going to happen, and uh, I think he was just negotiating. I think he was trying to get the most money out of it because it was the biggest guy and in Abu Dhabi. And the UFC was like, nah. He was like, all right, bet. Give me whoever y'all want. Gave him this random dude, and was like, uh, I don't know. But this is the biggest like for both of them. That is the probably one of the biggest fights like one of the coolest fights they can get so but no i don't have anything man I, i'm good this was fun i don't know how long it's been well two fans you know where to find us at slice apples pod on everything uh, on something and twitter and then at slice apples man, you're podcast, the worst bro everything else it just and who yeah. let's see if this podcast actually makes it out there who knows Oh, you're real funny. All right. Two yeah. We'll catch you later. All right. All right, man. Seek <laughs> peace. <laughs>